0: Welcome! to the Behind the Region podcast from the South Bend Regional Chamber, being powered by Tech Tyler PC, offering cost-effective IT solutions to fit any budget. On this week's episode, we talk with Jeff Jarnicky, the Executive Director of Visit South Bend Mishawaka. We will find out what the tourism landscape in St. Joseph County looks like, what improvements are underway, and what St. Joseph County is doing differently than other counties. Now here are your hosts, Chamber President and CEO Jeff Ray, and Director of Member Relations, Mark McGill.
1: And welcome into the Behind the Region podcast. I am Mark McGill. Hello. Jeff Ray and our guest today is a another Jeff. He uh, has made me no longer the new kid on the block here at the uh, at the chamber. But Jeff, we talked about in our initial podcast, kind of the, the role of the chamber and how we are unique. Uh, here at the Southern Regional Chamber because of the different entities under our umbrella.
0: Yeah, we've been fortunate to have uh, tourism under our umbrella for an awful long time. We've had some really talented uh, tourism leaders that have been part of it. I think we have understood, um, different than other communities, that there's some real benefit to chamber tourism, economic development, all um, being in the same space, and we find some real synergies there. So we're fortunate today um, to tap into the tourism discussion. We have invited our talented leader of Visit South of Mishawaka, Mr. Jeff Jarnicki, to join us today. Jeff, the other Jeff. We're gonna, this is going to be confusing. Jeff and Jeff um, here today. But thanks, Jeff, for joining us.
1: My pleasure. Talk to us about uh, kind of visit South Bend Mishawaka, But before we get to there, I want to just talk about Jeff for a minute, uh, JJ, as we call him in the office, <laughs> because you are certainly not new to uh, events, tourism type business. I mean, you've got uh, quite a uh, quite a resume. Uh,
2: thank you. Yeah. Uh, five years here in South Bend. And so the first uh, four and a half, five were with the city of South Bend working for Mayor Pete and then Mayor Mueller overseeing the convention center, the Morris Performing Arts Center, parking, golf, any number of other things for venues, parks, and arts department. But before that, spent uh, 20 plus years in Indianapolis, Uh, worked on campus at Indiana University's Uh, Indianapolis campus, as well as RCA tennis championships, which was a men's professional tour stop on the ATP tour. And then the majority of the time at the National Collegiate Athletic Association, where I oversaw the championships and alliances team and had the privilege and honor to travel coast to coast and around the globe in working in intercollegiate athletics. So really a proud time, fun time, great experience for sure, but a chance to invest in one community. That community ended up being South Bend.
1: So, uh, being with the NCAA, you were a power forward Is that what, down low. Is that what you were doing?
2: <laughs> I think it was the guy on the bench for the most part, uh, you know, limited PT, but, uh, enjoyed it nonetheless.
0: Wait, I, as I understand this, because he was in charge of championships. If my team didn't make it to the field of 64, it's you that we should have complained to. Is that right? I
2: was generally the complaint department <laughs> as well. You know, while I got the benefit of having my ticket punched to go to the final four and do some other things, uh, yeah, the phone usually rang not as appreciation for making a tournament field, whether it was hoops or lacrosse or soccer or field hockey or whatever the case may be. Uh, we more most often heard from those that were a little less happy of being on the outside looking in. I see. I would yes. imagine so. Fans and coaches alike, yeah. I should say. Hey,
0: my fighting camels made it one year. I'm yeah. pretty happy <laughs> about that. So, so, so Jeff, uh, we, we probably could talk for hours about what's going on in the NCAA, and I think it would be some fascinating insight there. But we, we want to um, talk about the tourism space. And so tourism is a, obviously a pretty important industry here in the, in, in the South Bend area. So give us a little bit of a, a high level um, uh, visit South Bend, sort of what it is, what it does, that kind of stuff. Yeah, the short
2: part of it is that we're the lead marketing organization for the entire county. And so it's our job to do uh, any number of things to attract visitors, to attract business, to retain business, to uh, even provide experiences and uh, opportunities for engagement for local residents. So we really spend our time on three different areas. The first is to bring events, as I mentioned, to the area, whether that's an association meeting, whether that's a convention, whether that's group travel. Uh, whether that's a new business in the form of a special event. So our team of six works as part of the regional chamber with a budget of about $2 million to attract business. And, and usually that business has a longer lead time, meaning it will occur sometime in uh, 24 to 36 months out from the time that we bid on it. So that's the first area of focus that we have. Second area of focus that we have is to uh, attract the leisure marketing group. So that could be somebody that's generally within a one-tank getaway, if you will, from Chicago to Indianapolis to Detroit, even down to Columbus, Ohio to a certain extent that just want something to do, you know, whether that's a long weekend, whether that's to experience Notre Dame, to which about 56% of our visitors to St. Joseph County are coming because of University of Notre Dame, Uh, but we spend time and energy to attract the the folks who just need something to do on a, a weekend or spring break or a little summer getaway. And the last part of what we do is tell the story of the different restaurants and attractions and museums and things to do here within the county to the local folks. So on that weekend night, if you're looking for something to do with the family, go experience this. Or if you want the new uh, dining experience, a new restaurant in Mishawaka, go experience that. And so it becomes a chance for us to help promote our partners, help promote the attractions, and and help uh, increase the livability and enjoyability for uh, those that choose to call St. Joseph County home
1: let's talk about the tourism landscape of St. Joseph County uh you know certainly post pandemic um back to normal i'll use air quotes for that for the most part but but i still think that that it, you know and correct me if i'm wrong it, it won't be pre pandemic um a pre-pandemic landscape. Kind of tell us your your view of what the the landscape, the tourism landscape, is now in St. Joseph County.
2: Yeah, the numbers though have really come back strong, and so I want to take it beyond the numbers. I will say the experience is a little bit different. That whether it's restrictions that are in place and there are fewer and further those, so I'd probably call them more precautions at this point in time. The leisure travel part is back, and for the good news on the business side of it, for our hotel partners and and uh, attractions, the numbers in terms of what uh, someone might have to pay is more to the tune of about 20% more than it was uh, year over year. And so that's helping keep the business part of it afloat. I think the challenging part is that the means the folks that are traveling are paying more than they did last year at this time, or frankly, even in 2019. Uh, but the landscape around here remains strong. We're certainly buoyed by an incredible partner and an asset that's specific and unique to St. Joseph County, and that's University of Notre Dame. So such a positive and important influence they have here, local or regional, and if probably even globally, Uh, in terms of their reach and their impact and so that becomes probably the most unique uh, element that we have to be able to promote and to highlight within St. Joseph County but don't want to cut the number of other attractions and amenities that we have here short because there is some really compelling really interesting really fun experiences that somebody can have while they're either visiting with us or uh, frankly coming in for a day.
0: I think it's a a great point, Jeff. You you know, I think people used to think um tourists are here six weekends a year and and that and that's it. But 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 obviously you have this challenge of of uh there's about 46 other uh, weekends that we got to worry about as well, too, so you're working on it. So just, just talk to us a little bit about just the the landscape, um, you know, kind of number of hotels, attraction, you know, some of those other things. I, I th- we'll talk more about Notre Dame, but I'm, I'm more interested in just the, you know, kind of the overall piece a little bit.
2: Yeah. So for us, as St. Joseph County in full, we welcome uh, more than 5 million visitors on a given wow. year. And so those aren't just those six weekends that you referenced. That's, of course, uh, across the entire 12 months. And whether they're coming in for a day to see family and friends or whether they're coming in for a meeting or event, more than 5 million. So about 5.3 million people visited the county last year, having a, just a tremendous amount of economic impact for us, which totaled more than $800 million In the calendar year. And that's uh, propped up because of the 54 hotels, which represents about 5,300 hotel rooms. And the other part that's interesting and really starting to see some of that shift that uh, Mark had had referenced earlier of the the post-pandemic is the affluence and role of the short-term rentals. So think Airbnb, VRBO, individuals and families who rent out their house for that sort of experience as compared to staying in, in a hotel and so On any given night, there are 1,200 homes available for rent within St. Joseph County. So just an incredible number, incredible sort of varied experience. If you don't want to stay in a hotel and you want to take over an entire house, maybe with a pool, maybe in a neighborhood, maybe room for everybody, you can do that here. And so there's just a tremendous amount of uh, amenities, tremendous amount of offering that we have here as compared to the other counties here in Indiana. Great.
0: Let's stay with um, maybe the Notre Dame idea for a second. So we, we, it's six weekends, it's parents weekend, it's move-in weekend, it's graduation, all those kind of things. So, so, so talk a little bit about just having a, um, that advantage that other communities don't. What, what's it mean to have a Notre Dame here and how do they help drive this activity all year
2: round? Yeah, for a while it was the lifeblood, frankly, that uh, on football weekends right now, we'll see hotel occupancy in the neighborhood of 90 to 93%. So that means almost every hotel room in the county is full. And that same hotel room that might get $106 as our uh, average daily rate on the rest of the year is garnering north of $490 per room per night. So the impact is just incredible. So you take graduation, you take parents weekend, take move-in weekend, alumni weekends, plus than those home football games, those sorts of numbers are just incredible. And that's just on the hotel side alone. We're seeing on the short-term rental, so those individual residences that are available on a given night, they're bringing in more than $500 a night uh, with guests staying a couple of nights. So those are dollars that are going into the local economy and in people's individual pockets as well. And so between the special events, meaning the stadium concert series to the home football games University of Notre Dame and the influence and the impact that they have is just incredible and tremendous for us as a county.
1: Chatting with uh, Jeff Jarnicke, he's the director of Visit South Bend Mishawaka. Again, it's the Behind the Region podcast. Thank you to Tech Tyler PC uh, for your help in sponsoring the, uh, the podcast, making it possible. Uh, Tech Tyler PC offering cost-effective IT solutions to fit any budget. Uh, Jeff, I think people would be surprised at the impact of youth
2: sports. Uh, we talked about Notre Dame, but man, youth sports is a real driver in this, in this County. It's a huge driver. It's a huge driver across the entire country to the tune of $19 $19 billion B, billion dollars, uh, each year, and that's expected to grow by 2026 to approach maybe $72 billion annually. And so we're certainly the beneficiaries of that as well, which is exciting, it's encouraging, and I think we do it the right way here. And what I mean by that is that we're offering ice hockey in a unique sort of way with the four sheets that we have, with two at the icebox, two at Compton Family Arena at University of Notre Dame. In addition to um, uh, Newton Park, which hosts baseball and softball and football and soccer, Uh, our partners at the Indiana Invaders who can do soccer and lacrosse and Junior Irish, and then the uh, advent of the new Mishawaka Fieldhouse that will come online in 2024. And so for us, youth sports is darn near recession-proof and darn near pandemic-proof that we learned as well, and so really helped us during a difficult time when folks weren't traveling youth sports were some of the first uh, activities and events to come back and in a given year in this year last year specifically we had more than 85 events that we hosted within this community on the youth sports side had an economic impact of about twenty one million dollars and brought in forty thousand room nights and so not only are they coming to stay and play they're eating at the restaurants here they're experiencing the other attractions they're shopping at the mall and they may come back then to experience Notre Dame again or Bethel or IUSB or any of other colleges and universities that we have here and so for us, uh, it is an important part of our landscape, an important part of our fabric within St. Joseph County, and really becomes an opportunity for us to do even more as we look to build upon mm-hmm. the infrastructure and the facilities and the amenities that we have here within the county.
0: So, Jeff, I want to stay in that youth sports because some phenomenal numbers there, and thank you for, for sharing those. One, um, hockey is the one we hear so much about a little bit, so, um, so, so speak a little bit uh, uh, about hockey if you don't mind. And then also a little bit about the Fieldhouse, because I think people have been watching and hearing a little bit about it, but it's now coming to reality. So can you touch on those two things?
2: Yeah. So hockey for us here in St. Joseph County is uh, just an incredible proposition in that uh, the attraction of the ability to go to the University of Notre Dame and see it firsthand, as well as to then to play in Compton, which is just an incredible sort of facility, is a tremendous differentiating factor for the tournaments that are out there. So essentially, Every weekend in November through March and even into April this year, there is a hockey tournament in town. And so it's just an incredible opportunity for us to welcome uh, school age generally, children here and and participants and teams to play. And the bigger tournaments uh, will actually rent facilities in Culver all the way up into Michigan as part of that As well. And so the youth uh, hockey component for us, and I think that becomes in part our distinguishing factor, is that with four sheets being centrally located here uh, between Chicago. Indianapolis, Detroit, Grand Rapids, that this becomes a, a spot where folks will ascend upon the city to participate and be able to do it in a much more cost-competitive fashion than they can in some of those other markets. And so that has really been a sweet spot for us in the sports sales, sports tourism side of that, uh, so much so we're looking to grow and add sheets of ice here within St. Joseph County so that we can continue to build upon that. And not only uh, the tournament standpoint, but the sport development, generally speaking, too. So really proud of what that would look like. And equally as proud of what we anticipate the Mishawaka Fieldhouse to be here before long as well. So. It's expected to break ground on the northeast part of the city of Mishawaka uh, in a a complex that's uh, starting to come together in a meaningful sort of way. So this facility will be north of 250,000 square feet. It'll include eight basketball courts that can, excuse me, 10 basketball courts. Forgot that we added the additional two along the way that can turn into 17 volleyball courts two full-sized football fields on the roof, plus then space for athletic training, retail space, dining, bars, restaurants, all those other sorts of things. And then future plans allow for expansion for baseball and softball, as well as the potential for ice as well. So we really apl- applaud city of Mishawaka. Uh, the partners who are running that is a group called Cardin Associates out of Indianapolis, who are not only the builder but will operate that as well. And so we are beyond excited and overdue in our market to have something like that. And so, again, we expect to see that come online in spring of 24 uh, with a full schedule of programming then come summer of 2024.
0: So some some great news there. I, I, I have to ask, so Jeff touched on hockey. Uh, Can you play?
2: I can't skate
1: to save my life. What? (laughs) Although I will tell you, one of the most fun I ever had, and and you can work on this, is when uh, I was in Grand Rapids years ago before we came back home. We played adult floor hockey. No slash, no check, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But it was fun. I can't ice skate. I if no. When I go over to Howard Park or, or Ironworks, I use one of those uh, little, uh, you know, like scooter the, walkers. The, the, the like reindeer, a walker. Yeah, <laughs> <the> <laughs> reindeer, yeah, <the laughs> reindeer, yeah, absolutely. So, no. Can you skate? N-
0: not real well. I, 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 a little bit of skate, but to actually uh, swing a uh, hockey stick and skate at the same time is really, was really complicated for me. So, I'm, I'm amazed that, you know, so, so many young kids in our area that have got into it very Early, so I'm I'm impressed. Uh, you know, and, and I'm wondering, Mark, if you know, since we have Jeff here and he has these important connections, maybe maybe we can get a Zamboni ride connection or something like now that. Now you're to, talking. What do you think? See, that's, that's more my style. I, what's what's the song? I want to drive a Zamboni I or ride, something. Drive a Zamboni. Oh, yeah. Exactly right. Okay. Now
1: you're talking. Uh, you know, my, my language. I c- I could do that. So um, let's kind of shift away Jeff from the sports uh, for a few minutes because there's so much. Uh, so many other great things in this area and improvements being made i am a big fan and have been since my kids were little uh of the zoo i think the zoo that we have here um, for this size town has always been remarkable, and, and it just keeps getting better, and I think people are blown away by that. And I think having Josh Sisk, the director of the zoo, who, who came from the Los Angeles Zoo, who is in South Bend for a second tour of duty, deliberately here, intentionally here, loves the area, I just think the zoo is one of the, the gems that we have here.
2: I totally agree with their vision and what they've uh, undertaken the last couple of years, along with what we can expect to see in the next couple of years is just tremendous. It is such an attraction. Their numbers are off the charts, including the winter days activities where they open the zoo on a Saturday and the line to get in there. Is just incredible for uh, the local folks to experience, let alone everyone that's coming in. And really, I'd applaud the Hotel Motel Tax Board of St. Joseph County that really intentional in terms of the use of those dollars that are coming in through out of towners. So, as you stay at a hotel, those proceeds then are returned, or 8% of those proceeds. Are returned here to the county, and that board has made significant investments. So not only the Mishawaka Field Fieldhouse that we talked about earlier, the zoo is a beneficiary of that, where they're using those dollars to improve the entrance that I think is nearly complete to uh, enhance and create uh, the bear exhibit, which will be the dining experience and meeting space. And so just a really thoughtful vision in different ways uh, from a corporate standpoint, as well as an individual standpoint to experience the zoo and it's because of those dollars and because of the attractions that we have here that we're able to bring more and more people and then you put the Morris Performing Arts Center and they're also beneficiaries of the hotel uh, and, and motel in uh, innkeepers tax that's with that and so those improvements are largely done as well uh, with a new building here to follow in the next couple of years and so really intentional really deliberate use uh, and strategic use of those dollars to provide more amenities, more enhancements, not only that we get to enjoy here locally, but that will help make our jobs a little bit easier in interacting and telling the story of St. Joseph County. So,
0: Jeff, we need help. Um, a subject Mark and I aren't super knowledgeable about, but food. Um, and, and so you, you, you talked about just even um, this foodie thing, you know, kind of the, you know, in addition to attracting visitors, but helping our locals. Uh, you know, Talk about why that's become such an important driver for communities that are trying to attract uh, Some of that visitor traffic. Yeah, it's just it's a
2: shift in the industry that's really started to occur in the last three or four years, where tourism or tourist is almost a a negative word, a negative or has a negative connotation that you'd rather eat like a local or experience like a local and so the idea of these curated sort of experiences that you know I'm coming to your community and I don't necessarily want to know what's on the the front cover or this or that I want to know where you go and you go eat as a local and so the idea of the homemade, the non-chain or franchise sort of experience. And there's nothing against those by any stretch. They're an important part of the fabric of our community. Uh, They employ locals here as well. Those dollars uh, oftentimes will stay here and on top of it. But that experience of that uh, individual restaurant that you can only get in Mishawaka or you can only get uh, here in, in South Bend or you can only get in New Carlisle is a really big deal, and there's been that shift of not only staying in an individual's home through uh, Airbnb or VRBO, but also eating in the same spot where they would on a a given weekend. And so we work with our partners here within the county and within the city in each of the cities, respectively, to help amplify their own promotions of what are they doing that's unique, what are they uh, creating that's special and that can only be had here, either in that store or in in, in that uh, that market, and so that is a big shift. That that uh, tourism concept of long gone are the days of. Walking down a sidewalk and trying to unfold the map and have your camera out there—that you know—it's much more on the phone. It's much more uh, that social sort of experience to see what others are saying about this restaurant, where's that four-star rating that they're getting off Yelp, we're seeing on one of our social or digital platforms as well. And so the idea behind that is really to amplify and support our local restaurant tours in their own work and we get it you know we want those restaurants full Monday to Thursday as well but when those visitors are
0: coming in Thursday to Sunday we'll do our part to to fill them up as well so so Jeff let's talk weather for a second so when I think of this we have beautiful summers and around here um it gets cold and snowy and and um do people want to come in uh, in off seasons to to experience what we have here
2: I think they wanted to come. We just didn't uh, or maybe weren't as strong as we could have been in our messaging. And so we're finding that they want to. And I'll tell you that they're wanting to because we're seeing more and more programming around it. The advent of Howard Park as part of Venues, Parks, and Arts here in the city of South Bend and now Ironworks Plaza and Ironworks Ice Rink in Mishawaka. Both of those are just incredible experiences that prior to those being here in the fashion that they are, You might have to go to uh, Maggie Daly Plaza in Chicago to experience something like that. And so, you know, Carmel, Indiana now has something similar to that. But really unique, really special experiences both in South Bend and in Mishawaka. And we recognize that lag. The lag is real in the sense of um, of visitors not traveling as much. It's not necessarily unique to the northern locales, though, uh, uh, of that uh, when the weather isn't 72 and sunny but there is a ton to do here and so what we are doing is promoting and telling that story we recently launched a new campaign called welcome winter it's a little hard to welcome winter when you're thinking that maybe there should be snow on the ground and not be 42 degrees yeah, right. but uh we'll take the 42 and and uh some sun uh as it wait a were day, anyway it yeah yeah <laughs> well, uh, wait it's, an hour it might change <laughs> it's coming it's coming and we welcome that part of it because the county park system and the trails and the other experiences that we have that are uh, snow friendly and our outdoor friendly is a big big part of it. And so we, there's a subset and frankly a lot of us miss that part of it. Uh, but the good news is today you can still go ice skate at Howard Park and you can ice skate and use the bumper cars at Ironworks Plaza. And so really proud of that. And so much so we have uh, had some early wins with that that because of that work and the campaign, uh, the experiences that we had in the hotel room nights had been booked because of that at this point in January compared to last year are four times greater because of that marketing campaign and folks responding in a positive sort of manner. So we look to grow upon that and tell the good news and the stories that are here in St. Joseph County.
0: So Jeff, in our last minute or, or so here. So um, people are listening. Um, how can they help this effort. What's what's the Is there a call to action? Is there something that we should be asking the community to do to help with your efforts to attract visitors here? Yeah, I think the first part is tell us what's
2: going on. Tell us how we can help you and your organization or frankly your personal experience of what it's like here in St. Joseph County and that favorite restaurant that you go to or that ice rink you go to or when you're at St. Pat's Farm and experiencing the trails and the sledding hills and those sorts of things. Do that. I think the other big part and opportunity is to Uh, Join us on various social media platforms that if you post those pictures and post those experiences, the organic word of mouth marketing far exceeds anything that we can ever buy or place. And so if you have a good experience, uh, tell others about it, you know, take that Instagrammable moment and share it as far and wide as you can. Uh, One, because hopefully it was worthy of that Instagrammable moment for you and for your family and friends that were with you on that night. But two, because uh, you're really proud of that experience and proud of what uh, you you did here within St. Joseph County, because we're proud each and every day. There's a staff of us here in the chamber side of it. Uh, There are ambassadors that represent our organization, and there's a whole community that are really proud of Uh, Mishawaka and South Bend and New Carlisle and all the communities that make up St. Joseph County. And so we invite you here and experience it with us firsthand. It's
1: Behind the Region podcast. Thanks to Tech Tyler PC for uh, powering the podcast. Today's cyber threats are rapidly expanding. Let Tech Tyler PC provide the tools and training your business needs so you can spend more time with your family and friends enjoying life rather than worrying about and struggling with Your tech problems from Office 365 email setup and management to complete IT, including 24-7 monitoring, management, antivirus, backups, and encryption. Let Tech Tyler PC help. Call them today for a free consultation. Their number is 855-213-5016, 855-213-5016, or send them an email at sales at com. Tech Tyler PC, managing all of your
0: IT needs. Mark? Jeff, thanks so much. This is terrific. Jeff, really appreciate the good work you're doing on behalf of uh, tourism in our area. We look forward to having you back to tell the great story, but uh, good to have you today. If you need, by the way, people to help, uh, you know, rake the restaurants.
1: Jeff and I are volunteering. Just say it. it. You know, we may not be able to ice skate. (laughs) We (laughs) know our limitations. As far as uh, just you know, and it's only as a pal, only as as a a team player to the chamber and the the visit, folks. We just want to make sure we make that happen. So I'll join you there. Thank you for your time. The Behind the Region podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you for listening to the Behind the Region podcast from the South Bend Regional Chamber, being powered by Tech Tyler PC, offering cost-effective IT solutions to fit any budget. For more information on the South Bend Regional Chamber or to become a Chamber member, please visit our website at
1: sbrchamber.com.